Welcome to the Student Affairs Spectacular, the weekly podcast giving you a front row seat to the greatest student affairs show on earth. And now your ringmasters, Tom Kriegelstein and Dustin Ramsdell. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this very special episode of the Student Affairs Spectacular podcast. Dustin here, and this is episode number 100. 100 episodes. Wow. Um, uh, this is uh, a special episode, as I said. Uh, we recorded this uh, on pretty much the two-year anniversary of the premiere of the podcast, and uh, I, I kind of flipped the scripts for this episode. Uh, I was interviewed by my partner, uh, Jennifer Oselinski, who is finishing up her grad program uh, at the University of Maine uh, in student affairs. So um, I wanted to do a little something different uh, to reflect back uh, as I uh, often do very reflective uh, uh, reflect back on the two years uh, all hundred episodes of this podcast uh, it was really fun to uh, sort of introduce my partner Jen uh, in a different way and uh, just to, to share this platform with her and to reflect back and everything and just reminisce about all the great milestones that we've had over the past two years and uh, to also look ahead to uh, what uh, the next hundred episodes will uh, look like but um, I say it again in this episode, and I'll say it again here, um, that I, I just appreciate everybody who listens to this podcast, everybody who shares it out, who shares uh, what they've enjoyed about the episodes, all the guests that we've had over the years, and uh, obviously, especially to uh, Tom Kriegelstein for uh, giving me this opportunity to do this and just create uh, great content for the past two years that I know people have gotten something from and I know that uh, I've gotten something from. So um, to uh, not have this go on for too long and to not be too redundant, uh, we'll get to it, get to this very special 100th episode of the podcast after this brief message. Uh, this is the retrospective with me being interviewed by my partner, Jennifer Osolinski. In anticipation of the upcoming launch of the College Guidebook, first-year student, a first-year success that comes from our friends at Swift Kick and our fearless leader, Tom Kruglesign. We're going to have quick interviews with Tom that go into the process of writing, editing, and publishing your own book. So these are going to go up to the launch of the book on March 29th, uh, and they're going to be really awesome, so I hope you enjoy. So Tom, tell me more about this street team process that you're using for the launch of this book. Yeah, from the very beginning of the launch of this book, we, we wanted to have a group of, of insiders, people who knew us and knew our world well, that could help us uh, to, to build the book, whether it be the content, you gather quotes, new stories, uh, and they also get to see a sort of insider uh, scoop as to what we're doing week to week within the production of the launch of this book. And so uh, the, the street team was, was our way of making that happen so that we could share in the success of this book with, with people in our community. You can look forward to the launch of the upcoming book, First Year Student to First Year Success, coming out on March 29th. For more information, check out studentaffairscollective.org or swiftkickhq.com. All right, we are live and in person for this episode. I'm with my partner, my lovely partner, Jennifer. Um, Jennifer, say hello. Hi. Um, this is uh, the, you know, it's a big deal. It's the 100th episode. Uh, nearly, uh, as of the recording, uh, we're recording this pretty much two years, uh, two full calendar years after we recorded the first episode. So uh, I wanted to do something special, and we're flipping the script uh, for this one, uh, having uh, Jen kind of talk to me, interview me, uh, ask me stuff uh, instead of me uh, asking all the questions. So um, before we get into this episode, 
Jen, if you'd like to introduce yourself to everybody. I feel like people have uh, kind of heard uh, <laughs> random off references to you in all the episodes and stuff, but uh, introduce yourself to everybody. This is super exciting. It's such an honor. I feel like this is a really important big deal. Yeah, uh, very big deal. <laughs> super yeah, cool. Yeah. So my name's Jen Oslinski. I am a second-year master's student here at the University of Maine Higher Ed and Student Development Program. I'm graduating in May, and I'm super excited to get out into the real world or whatever that may be. I, I don't know. I'm from New Jersey, mm-hmm. and Maine has been a totally cool experience Dustin and I have done together, and it's been two years, yeah, since the podcast started. That's super exciting for yeah. us. And you've, you've been around for, for all of it, and... Uh... Yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I got I got to see control over to you. This is your this is your uh, show here for this episode. So let's uh, dive in. So Dustin, what do you think has been your favorite moment in the podcast so far? Favorite moment? Um, I really like celebrating all the milestones, and I think I've gotten into that before. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think hitting the you know. Um, so I think like the year in review that we just did, uh, which was like the first full calendar year for 2015, that was really great. Um, and just kind of looking back on, um, you know, milestones like for downloads or, um, you know, those could be downloads for like, you know, even just the most we've downloaded in a single day, the most that we've downloaded uh, in a month and, and just hitting like uh, kind of all the, the benchmarks along the way for our total downloads uh, have all been favorite moments. And then just like any time, uh, you know, I catch somebody tweeting or talking about the show, uh, those are definitely uh, positive moments for me because it kind of puts a face, uh, a name and a face to uh, those downloads and stuff because they aren't just numbers as they are. So um, those are all very kind of near and dear to my heart. Uh, yeah, I think um, anytime I get to catch up with Tom, because uh, maybe we, we started the show doing all the episodes together. Um, which was really nice, and he would provide something kind of special to those episodes. And uh, now we, we talk fairly often just about, like, you know, keeping the, the ship afloat and running and all that kind of stuff. But um, when we get to uh, do the episodes together and catch up and talk about uh, things that are important to us in our lives, it's uh, those are always favorite moments now because they're kind of spread out. Um, yeah, those are, it's all kind of special stuff like that, and um, I think we'll go into more like specific like favorite episodes and topics and stuff that are kind of uh, things I appreciate that we've gotten to talk about. But yeah, no, it's like it's a lot of those kind of little things, I guess, are kind of like hitting benchmarks and kind of just the um, sharing this this great kind of platform and content with Tom, like you know, yeah. doing stuff together, and like he'll do uh, episodes that are really great, and then like I said, anytime we get to, to share the share this together, this experience, this thing that we kind of created together. It's uh, it's really nice. Yeah, and I remember especially in the beginning, you'd 100 people downloaded, like, <laughs> like, yeah. like these really small but really important numbers, and uh-huh. then it really started to grow, and now it's become a pretty much weekly update. You know, at the end right. of the week, right. we get the numbers, and we kind of geek out over that and see who's been tweeting about it and who's been posting about it elsewhere. And so that's been uh-huh. really exciting to get to see that. And yeah. you get so excited about it. It's so awesome. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. Because I think just the, the, <laughs> like one more thing on that, just like, is that I think it's not all about the numbers and all that, but like, I'm making this so that other people can enjoy it. Like it's, it's a great, you know, uh, it's a great free professional development thing that I, I know people value and get a lot from, and I get a lot from it too. So 
that's kind of why, like, yeah, I always kind of celebrate those milestones. It keeps you motivated and keeps the momentum going. And yeah, we, we kind of had to start somewhere. And I, I appreciate those kind of small milestones. And now it's kind of keeping that growth going and um, just appreciating every single person that, you know, downloads and listens and shares it out. So, um, yeah, that's really great. Yeah, that's <laughs> so aside from Tom being one of your favorite guests, who yeah. else do you really like really love having on the show multiple times or maybe like that one person who always sticks out when you think about the podcast so far? I think some of the great ones that we've had, uh, certainly, yeah, we've invited a few people back uh, that we've enjoyed. We, we just had uh, Kimberly White on for the second time. Uh, we had Alma Marfo on for the second time. We've had uh, Josie Alquist on twice uh, and all of them have been great guests, which is why we've asked them back. Um, and some definitely some more repeats in the future that um, just people that are you know are great guests, uh, people who will uh, speak about uh, speak about things they care about well, speak about you know just cool stuff. Uh, and I think just other people that I've really enjoyed um, uh, is episode thirty one, uh, Claire Caddy. She's just really great. Uh, we talked about kind of uh, college students who are experiencing uh, food insecurity and homelessness, uh, and just sort of like universal access uh, to things. Yeah. Um, uh, Eric Stoller, uh, I was a big fan of his for a long time, and we uh, chatted for episode 29. Uh, that was about like side hustles and just like his journey and his story and kind of lessons from that. Um, so that was really great to talk to him. Uh, it's, it was a good, it was a really great topic, and he's a great guy too. Uh, Farhan Saeed, uh, that was episode 61 about supporting Muslim students on campus. Uh, There's a really good response to that episode. Uh, uh, and yeah, I, I, you know, we've talked to, uh, you know, for the early episode, like the very first ones, the sitting presidents of NASPA and ACPA. Then we've talked to uh, Gavin Henning, who uh, as of the recording of this episode is the current president of ACPA. Um, and just a lot of notable people out in the field. So certainly uh, all of our guests have been great. I've appreciated all of them being on, but I wanted to highlight a couple of those, some from way back when, uh, uh, some more recent, but um yeah, it's just been it's been a really great platform and like an excuse to like introduce myself to people or like you know ask to talk to them and kind of pick their brain. So I uh, really appreciate all of our guests uh, being very gracious and generous with their time to uh, sit and sit and talk to me for the podcast. Do you have any favorite topics that you've done, and do you also have any topics that you want to expand upon in further podcasts? Hmm. Yeah, I know. I mean, definitely the ones that I've appreciated. Um, one in particular that was, I didn't think I would kind of come to it in such a positive way ahead of time. But then after talking, uh, it was uh, TJ Logan, episode 32, uh, Private-Public Partnerships, or P3s. My perception is that we should limit as much as we can, you know, privatizing all the student services that we have. Uh, you know, it's... I don't know, that kind of loses, I guess, our, our sort of soft skills and our touch uh, with students. So, um, But after talking with him, he spoke so highly of those sort of those opportunities to have a partnership uh, with different private companies, you know, for a, a residence hall or, uh, you know, just providing services and stuff. You can kind of maximize the potential and create a really good partnership. Um, so I really like that one because it really, for me, uh, highlighted like a blind spot. So that was really neat. Um, and he was a great guest. So, um and uh, a very recent one, uh, Dr. Colleen George's uh, was episode 95 on positive psychology. Uh, she's a great uh, sort of 
mentor and guide for me. Uh, I had her as an instructor for a couple of courses in grad school on positive psychology. Uh, I owe much of my kind of fascination and sort of belief in it uh, to her in her class. Uh, so being able to speak with her about positive psychology for the podcast, that was definitely a great topic. Um, and why I appreciate it that we got to explore and as for things that we either haven't gotten to yet or to expand upon, um, I don't know. There's still a lot of functional areas that we haven't, like, just talked about to talk about, um, which I think are, you know, sort of evergreen and kind of uh, always timely. Um, so I want to get into more, like, um, like multicultural centers and, like, diversity affairs and different, like, you know, those sort of, like, uh, those kind of centers and um, speaking to you know, the history of them, how they uh, work now, kind of problems and trends and solutions and stuff. Because I think I, I really like those episodes because they plug right in and I think are, you know, very impl- uh, applicable to people um, to really kind of take action in their everyday work versus yeah. other kind of more uh, theoretical stuff. Um, I mean, I have this whole brainstorm list, so there's always, there's so much more stuff to get to. Um, and I'm always a curious guy, so I... I I know that we're going to get to it, and I know this stuff's going to be really cool and fascinating and kind of done in the same way that we do all the episodes to kind of make it uh, engaging and relevant and uh, kind of enjoyable for people and actionable for people. Um, so I look forward to getting to all that kind of stuff. And certainly if people have strong feelings of where we should go, because <laughs> uh, like I, I mean, I have this whole list, so it's kind of just at a certain point just working my way through it. Um, so I definitely appreciate people if they really strongly about what we should uh, talk more about or stuff we haven't gotten to that we should talk to you know talk about first or a person that we should talk to about those things uh certainly feel free to uh, that's gonna be my next question yeah, i was gonna yeah. ask how can people how can people get to you how can they suggest things to you um do you take specific requests um you know how and how do you find the people that you know you are talking to how do you connect with them yeah um yeah i mean it's not a sophisticated process i mean i just think of people that I, you know, I see out in sort of the social media sphere, um, or, you know, I see things that people are talking about, or again, they're just basically kind of moving through functional areas to explore them. Um, so it's not terribly sophisticated, you know, I'll just reach out on Twitter, or um, if Tom has a connection, because he, he goes to campuses all over the country, so we have a lot of, you know, have a lot of connections with people, um, we'll just, you know, send a quick email, send a quick, you know, tweet or direct message or something, or Facebook message or something, and uh, kind of get the ball rolling that way. And uh, thankfully, as many people in student affairs are, they're very receptive to uh, helping us out. And um, but yeah, I mean, I uh, certainly tweet at uh, the SA blog. So the underscore SA underscore blog, if you really want to get specific. Um, I'm, I'm assuming most people probably uh, know of it, follow it, uh, appreciate it. Um, that's a great way to get in contact with us generally, certainly me, because uh, I'm, I'm kind of sourcing a lot of the topics and guests um, uh, at Higher Ed Geek. Uh, on Twitter, uh, so please recommend stuff because I want to do stuff that you all want to, uh, you know, hear as the audience. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it, it's it's that easy. It's it's especially helpful if it's like talk to this person about this thing because uh, that it sets up an episode right there for us uh, versus oh you should talk about this and I don't know necessarily who to talk to or talk to this person and. You know, maybe we'll just chat for thirty minutes or something. But it's great to have like a firm focus and a firm idea of who to who to reach out to. Um, it's great when we get introductions because people love to be sort of you know shoulder tapped to be like, hey, you'd be good for right. this. You know, um, so uh, I look forward to people's uh, recommendations and um, 
yeah, it's been helpful in the past. We've had a couple of good recommendations that we've like really dug into. So like um, uh, academic advising, we did a couple different a- uh, episodes on that. Uh, so like academic advising in a community college setting, academic advising uh, for like, I think we, well, I guess, maybe not specifically academic advising, but like uh, kind of advising and supporting international mm-hmm. students. And um, we did a couple episodes on international students specifically. Um, and just like academic advising in general. So um, so much stuff to explore and it could be, you know, it's, we get that nuance sometimes of just like, okay, uh, residence life in a private urban campus or something like, let's talk about that. Cause that's unique. And that'll be kind of neat to uh, talk about. And that'll be obviously relevant to uh, a particular portion of uh, people out there listening. So um, yes, I mean, if, if uh, nothing else feel encouraged and empowered to reach out to us for episodes, cause like I said, I want this to be relevant for uh, everybody listening. Thank you. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. Everybody yeah. should do it. Yes. We're very open to we're feedback so... and ideas. So <laughs> yeah. We're very accessible. Do you think, since we're talking about ideas and maybe um, different speakers that you've been interested in or, like, guests that you've looked to have on the show, do you think that there's anything that you would consider, like, a failed concept or mm. something that you really thought was going to work out that just fell flat? Yeah, I think... The one idea, and it's it's more of a funny one. I just think it's that I don't know what would be the best way to go about it. And honestly, I've thought about doing what we're doing now, uh, but on this topic. So it's come up as sort of a punchline several times is like love and student affairs. You know, like, <laughs> you know, the like student affairs power couples that are out there or uh, there's so many people that kind of have... Uh, you know, frustrations when they date and explaining what they do or dating people in the field and, you know, whether that's good or not or uh, how to go, you know, best go about that. Um, so that's just been, like, it, I've not figured out the best way to go about it because it'd be weird, like, me interviewing, you know, two people who are, you know, an essay power couple, so to speak, because um, I feel like it's, like, relationship counsel, like, you know, and I, <laughs> I, I, like, I wouldn't want right. to, like, pull out some, like, you know, dirt or something and they're trying to talk about that, like... I guess that's my worry is that it, it could just it could go horribly like horribly wrong and I'd feel like you know right. like I'm responsible for you know causing a fight or something. So that was like it, it, it's been sitting uh, on the the sort of brainstorm bucket of topics and stuff for a while, and it was just like I don't know if I even want to touch that one, but um, it could be good. It, I, I, I don't know. I feel like it could be good, but um, or I think you should. It, like you should have um, an interview with someone who's dating a higher ed grad because it's definitely not. I mean, all grad programs are really, really difficult and extensive, but I think sometimes even our field more so because you can't leave sometimes, especially if you work in residence life or you work those really, really late hours on campus activities. Yeah. So maybe someone whose partner's outside higher ed, like what's that experience for them? How do you best support someone through that? Yeah. That could be even a friend or a family member. It doesn't necessarily have to be love related. Yeah. Here we go. You got no idea. Yeah. There's something there. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. There's something. If anybody has suggestions on how to go about this, they're like, would you want to volunteer? Because I guess that's like if people sometimes. I don't know if I want to put our relationship. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I like. Yeah, I I would subject our, you know, (laughs) subject us to that. So um, that's definitely like it's just been kind of buffering there for a while. Um, I don't know if there's any other like failed ideas, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think and like certainly kind of unique topic ideas of stuff like uh, 
when we did an episode with um, uh, Shigeo um, at Rutgers Newark, he we ended up getting to uh, talking about other duties as assigned. And I, and I was like, I don't know, it came to that topic idea kind of kind of randomly, but it, like, it really worked out. And I, I think that maybe these, like, we've done a couple kind of unique episodes like that, that mm-hmm. that would sort of encourage me, now that I'm saying it out loud, to go for those ideas that I would think would be like, oh, no, that would never work. It's like, no, we've right. talked for, like, 40 minutes about other duties as a sign and sort of flip the script on that of just, like, you know, not looking at things as an obligation but as an opportunity, you know, if you have to do something random, you know, like getting a bunch of, you know, I don't know, just like a bunch of candy or something. Like, that's probably something pretty common people would have to do for, like, a program is just get, like, an exorbitant amount of candy. It's like, hey, I have the opportunity to help my team out by, you know, taking care of this, and this is such a random thing that I never thought I would do, but, um, you know, uh, kind of doing that for the team, it's like a, it's an opportunity versus obligation, and that was, was a really good conversation. So, um, yeah, anything under the sun, I think, is, uh, is fair game at this point. So there's nothing too it. niche, you think? I don't. I don't think so. Um, I mean, I, I foresee this going on for a while, so I think we're going to, like, have to, you know, do updates on things we've already talked about or do very, like, kind of niche things because I think, you know, if you're if you're working in a very unique kind of institution type, then certain things that we talk about aren't, you know, they're just not going to be relevant. So, you know, we haven't talked about religiously affiliated institutions yet um, or anything kind of spirituality-related. We, we were kind of trying to get that off the ground with a particular guest but you know um, another thing that kind of uh, ends up being kind of a failed idea is like you know people are busy we can't figure out a time and it just gets to be a little bit uh you know difficult to manage that but um yeah so now i'm just i'm talking through some stuff here so we're, we're, we're getting somewhere with some possible kind of niche like you know kind of unique ideas for uh, topics and stuff um Yes, I appreciate it. We're, we're, we're workshopping here. Yeah, this so. is going to be really great. Yeah. So do you think that there's any lessons that you've specifically learned doing this podcast? Sort of working through missed opportunities or... Yeah, yeah. Um, one that I wrote down, I was trying to capture it in like a good quote, uh, was that things don't have to be perfect. They just have to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think... You know, the failure to launch for some people for, like, you know, kind of undertaking something um, is that they want it to be perfect. And, th- and this is pretty common advice, you know, just kind of getting out of your own way uh, and just creating something versus, you know, kind of the, the analysis paralysis and, you know, you just, like, overthink things. Um, but I've taken that lesson very much to heart by doing this podcast because I'll listen to other people's podcasts and knowing how to produce and edit and all that. And I hear things and I'm like, why didn't they just edit that out? Maybe they just want it like very raw, but like you'll hear somebody, you know, cough or something. And I try to like edit around that, but then it's like, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like the, 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 the classic example is, um, and I remember Simon Sinek talking about it in retrospect, his like, you know, one of the most famous Ted talks about the start with why, like where that kind of came from. It's like a really poor quality video. He has to switch microphones in the middle of it. And like, it's still one of the most watched TED Talk videos. And it's that kind of idea that like, if that didn't get out because they're like, oh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't look just right. Or like, you know, we don't want it to, you know, it's the idea would be that it would diminish the value because it's not, you know, perfect quality. It's like, no, just, you know, we, we got, we're getting episodes out now just like every week. There's a new episode. It's out there. People listen to it. Um, you know, sometimes the quality is a little bad because we're, you know, we're Skyping people in and the connections get weird. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, like I said, the purpose of me making this content is for it to get out there and for people to listen to it. So I've really taken to heart to not be so hard on myself to, you know, because I could spend, you know, on a 30 minute episode, I could spend four hours going through and trying to like make it, you know, just right. No dead air, no ums, no ahs. No. you have. I, I do it to <laughs> a certain extent. Yeah. Like I try, I try to limit it, but I don't want it to sound artificial to where right. it's like every answer is just like, like a snap and like, oh, it's like. I take time to like think about my response and like that provides like sort of the natural gravitas of it, you know, you know, when I'll ask something and somebody's like, Hmm, well, yeah, but I could be like, Nope, get it that out. You know, it has to be perfect. It has to be just like really, you know, and like I'll listen to other people's podcasts and like, you know, they'll talk too quickly and there's no kind of like natural gaps like there are in conversations and stuff. So it's the idea that, you know, these these podcasts that I listen to are ones that are, like, mainstream and, you know, thousands upon thousands of people listen to them. And they don't worry about being, you know, perfectly polished things. And, you know, I take that to heart for us. Obviously, we have a niche audience and, um, you know, I want to provide a, a quality product to them. But you don't need to uh, kind of really break your back over, over doing that. So um, that's definitely been a major lesson learned. Um and I guess just another one is that there's so much to learn and grow from in terms of people and experiences and stories. And like I said, there's certain things that I, I had certain assumptions about, like private-public partnerships, where I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I kind of have my, my mindset set about that. But, um, you know, they're, they're, my kind of mindset has become far more relative by talking to so many different people from different backgrounds and um, the different work that they do and uh, again something like student athletes or you know fraternity and sorority life you know I, I haven't had experience with those but uh, we've done episodes with uh, people working in those spaces who have so many great things to say about the value of those experiences and um, that's been really uh, educational for me and you know yeah, I can definitely yeah. see every week you become a mini expert on the topic. Yeah, like, yeah you know, you well, Google things yeah. for show notes, yeah. and you end up regurgitating like half of the podcast to me yeah. even before I get the chance to listen to it. It's yeah. like because you just can't wait to talk about these things that you get to learn, and I hope that's what the audience is doing. I hope that's what the listeners totally get to latch on to these ideas, and they follow the show notes kind of through that google wormhole and they're searching things and they're they're really expanding what they're learning and hopefully finding things that end up being applicable to whatever their job is yeah absolutely yeah that's the idea i mean we some episodes have very uh deep show notes and it's a lot of of homework for people to tackle but uh, obviously everything we link to is valuable and yeah i hope people get excited about things and maybe get excited about things that they weren't thinking that they would be excited about like I, i think that for me, doing all these episodes, I get out of my comfort zone a little bit. Um, obviously, just cold, you know, reaching out to people, um, you know, and connecting with people from all sorts of backgrounds. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it. I hope people can get excited and get out of their comfort zone and learn about all these different things that make, you know, colleges run and make the student experience uh, educational and developmental. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many lessons learned. Um I think the value of dedication mm. really important because um, there's things out there that uh, you know will start and stop in odd spurts and stuff. Uh, and we've had a couple trip ups, which we can I can kind of <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited to talk about. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, yeah. So like we've had a couple trip ups. I'll talk about that in a moment, but not letting that like get me down. I'm yeah. like, oh, it's not worth it. You know, we we messed up or something. Like 
keep going, keep being dedicated, keep the consistency. And at this point, you know, unless there's some sort of, you know, natural disaster or something, you know, something that happened, like we've, I've gotten this down and I appreciate that, like the consistency and sort of the practice makes perfect. It's gotten this to be a like very streamlined workflow and making sure there's a, you know, people can expect a new episode, you know, fresh out of the oven every single week. So, um, you know, that's certainly come with time of learning from mistakes, but, uh, uh, just the importance of the consistency because that's, that's, I think, been crucial to us uh, growing our audience is kind of just keeping with it even when, uh, you know, I've had to scramble for guests before. I've had to, you know, make the time for what I want to make time for and, you know, edit at odd hours or something or kind of just be like, you know what, I need to sit and do this. I, I can't watch another episode of a show on Netflix um, and, you know, recording, you know, after work or, you know, uh, just whenever we can make time. So, um, yeah, let's... Let's get let's get to it. We, we've yeah. teased it now, but so um, some behind the scenes stories. Do you have any good ones? I have one in particular I'm thinking of, but yeah, I think I, I'd I might, love to I might hear talk about from it. you. Uh, one that is uh, kind of funny and just doesn't it doesn't impact anything, but it's something that no one could possibly know without having been obviously behind the scenes. So um, one of our first episodes, episode number five. I uh, was with Ed Cabellan, uh, and uh, it was me and Tom, and he kind of, like, nudged me. I don't think I knew it at the beginning of, like, we were in the middle of recording, and we had, like, we'll, like, kind of pass each other notes, you know, to just be like, hey, can you, like, do that, whatever, um, so we're not, like, literally saying out loud, and he, like, just slid a note over, and he says, like, I need to go soon, like, just keep talking, and I'll just, like, quietly duck out, and he did it, and it worked, and I, I don't remember there being any, like, noise of like you know whatever like it it was fine and like it's like ed just kind of kept talking because at that point we were doing a video chat just because like uh tom and ed knew each other they you know just wanted to see each other and catch up and stuff and we just kept it on for the call so he like ed knew so he kind of like hovered a little bit um but tom just like sort of slid out of the room and i and i think you could tell at some point tom just doesn't say anything for like the last (laughs) half of the episode so you can kind of you could listen back and see because uh, yeah he just like ducked out uh for one reason or another in the middle of the episode and that was just kind of a, a funny thing i looked i was looking through like i scrolled through the whole list and i was like oh yeah i remember he like just <laughs> slid out um for that but yeah like it didn't impact the end of it but it was just a fun little like little anecdote um uh something else behind the scenes uh yeah i mean like the first sort of like it wasn't like a mistake like anyone did anything wrong but it was the first time we missed uh posting for the week so that was episode 29 with eric stoller that was a really great one i had to record with him twice because the first time recorded i had it on my computer i just didn't save it yet i left it open oh you were so very very upset very mad at myself for doing it Uh, i remember that but yeah like and it just it got corrupted and i was and i was just like i kept like listening to it, I was like, what happened? No, it's just, it's gone. <laughs> um, so I had, it was like the idea too of why I was so frustrated is I had to like, I had to like drag my feet to Eric and just be like, hey, the episode got messed up. Is there any way that you could like just do it again? And he was very nice and very understanding of how like that happens, you know, and he even, I think he like recorded on his end and I recorded in my end to have like backups so, of major like karma points and thumbs up to Eric. Yeah, um, I remember that day. Yeah. Oh, you were so upset. And I honestly, I I don't think at that point I even really still understood 
what the podcast thing was. was yeah. like, it's okay. It'll be somewhere on the on the interwebs. You can find it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, from that point, I like the second we stop recording, save it. And I, I make sure I save everything, even though I don't really need it anymore. But yeah, yeah, that was that was the worst. That was a humbling experience, but helpful for future workflow to make sure I uh, don't make the mistake again in the future. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that that was like a, that was a big thing. I'm trying to think anything else behind the scene. Um, oh, there was one more thing behind the scenes. Okay. Um, I think it was episode 16 or 17. Um, it might have been 17. Um, uh, Dean Elmore, another great guest, uh, some some great insights. Uh, Dean Kenneth, Kenneth Elmore. Um, it was really hot in the room that we were podcasting in because uh, we're at the co-working space that uh, uh, we work out of or worked out of at the time. Uh, so we just had this little like conference call room, very very small, like broom closet size almost, uh, and it was it, it was just so hot. Like we like so like you know we we're just like huddled over the computer and the microphone, but like the whole time both of us were just like like suffering and sweating and just trying to obviously again, like make it not impact the end product. Uh, like the episode still turned out fine, but it was like we kind of just we're, you know kept looking at each other, just like this is awful, this is unbearable. <laughs> but like you know it, it you know the show had to go on, sort of thing. But just uh, um, I don't know, maybe it, it, I, I feel like it it's not in the episode, but if you just listen. You can kind of enjoy imagining uh, Tom and me uh, just <laughs> sweating uh, profusely because it was so hot in that room. There's no air circulation, but um, episode still came out. Still was still good. Still did it. Still did it. So, um, yeah, funny little story. So that's a little behind the scenes. So I guess I should have asked this in the beginning. You didn't leave it for me in my little notes here. So uh-huh. um, <laughs> where – and this is kind of like behind the scenes, but where – where did the inspiration really come from for the podcast and and where do you see that going? I mean, it's been two years, mm-hmm. but do you remember like where it started and and if you had any idea then what you'd be doing now, the hundredth episode, two year anniversary? Yeah, that's good. I mean, yeah, because it's the idea of like looking ahead by looking back and thinking, you know, where did we see this going? But yeah, I mean, so started May, uh, you know, in March, twenty fourteen, uh, is when we launched. But I started interning with Tom uh, in January of that year, mm-hmm. um, and I think part of why I was recruited, um, I would started writing for the Student Affairs Collective uh, a couple months before I even started interning, which kind of turned me on to the you know the whole kind of entity of Student Affairs Collective and what they were doing um, and kind of interning with them and that possibility. So, and I think even around there or, uh, so that all kind of happened simultaneously. I started writing, but then I was also doing like a prototype uh, podcast for uh, this initiative at Rutgers called Rutgers Changemakers. So I would, uh, the idea behind that was highlight different uh, student organizations and places uh, around the community uh, of Rutgers and New Brunswick. Oh, uh, yes, um, I remember that, yeah. So, uh it was like just like relevant things to do, like service, make change, like yeah, these groups and uh, student organizations that are making a positive impact. So we did maybe like 10 episodes of that. That was kind of just a prototype thing. I'm a big fan of the podcasting medium, and I thought it'd be a good thing to do 
uh, to make content, to put on the social media pages, to grow the audience, to promote the things that we're doing for Rutgers Changemakers, um, which has now since sort of been uh, shelved just with, there's been a lot of flux at Rutgers. But it was, it was a cool thing that lasted for a couple of years. I was really proud to be a part of it. Uh, we had uh, Krista Klein uh, as a past uh, guest on the podcast. She talked about sort of uh, her mindset that was behind Changemakers and the work that she does, uh, the service learning and uh, community service. So, uh, so I did that prototype. I interviewed Tom for one of those episodes uh, and, you know, started a relationship with him that way. Uh, I think I just got a, I got turned on to him from Krista or somebody else, uh, somebody good to talk to. Um, so then I became an intern after I, I talked to him for that kind of prototype podcast. And again, I think I got recruited because I did that prototype podcast. Mm-hmm. He knew that I had those skills. Uh, it was something that he wanted to start uh, as more content for uh, the Student Affairs Collective blog. Uh so yeah, that was one of my early projects was just like starting the workflow, kind of, uh, you know, knowing that we wanted to create a podcast, setting the date for the premiere, working backwards from there, what we need to do. I did a lot of research, watched some videos, read some stuff about uh, starting a podcast and getting it on iTunes, what sort of uh, gear uh, and microphone and different things uh, should I get in software. Um, and yeah, and honestly, it was it was less than two months time. Uh, because I, it wasn't like two months exact prior that I started. And uh, so it was like in the middle of January that I started uh, working more uh, consistently. So in less than two months, we got guests recorded, you know, did all the reading and learning and uh, kind of prep to launch it. And March 4th, 2014, episode went live. Uh, that was with uh, Kevin Kruger, I believe, uh, the master president. Uh me and Tom interviewed him and that was the premiere episode. And yeah, I mean, the, the, the mindset of it was just, you know, like I said, having like engaging, relevant, uh, fun, actionable discussions with people, you know, talking about the work that they do, advice that they have, sharing resources. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think that simple premise has been helpful that it can really carry us through, you know, a hundred episodes, 200, 300, you know, you could have people come back, you know, as repeat guests, uh, update on certain topics that we haven't talked about in a while, uh, go more niche and in depth with things. And yes, I mean, I mean, I, I didn't know if it would be successful, if it would go to a hundred episodes, if I'd still be doing it in a hundred episodes, <laughs> if I, you know, I thought I might, you know, attend, uh, potentially like pass it off onto somebody, but at this point it's my baby. It's something that I've cultivated for a while and I really enjoy doing it. I don't see stopping at any point uh, in the near future. So it's, it's, uh, it's not going anywhere. It'll be here for, uh, uh, you know, for what I hope is another hundred episodes at least. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm really satisfied with how it's kind of grown over that time. And, um, it was very happenstance. Uh, it's combining, you know, two things that I love podcasting and student affairs and really appreciate, uh, Tom as a fearless leader, giving me this opportunity to take a chance. And, uh, uh, yeah, I think it's been it's been really great for me. Um, you also uh, love it as a conversation starter. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it, it is something that I uh, am now known for, and I, I uh, my humility prevents me from being too high on myself for it. But I know that people out there listen and kind of were turned on to me by it. Uh, you know, I, I do write for my own blog and write elsewhere, but I think uh, I've been able to meet a lot of people as certainly as a conversation starter right. through the through the podcast. Yeah, I remember your interview day. Um, when you went over to meet Tom in New York City and um, you met my friends and I out afterwards, we all went to dinner and 
you were cold and you were in your suit and you didn't have a jacket and it was January and you're like, it was such a long day and I don't even know if it's going to work out and I really like Tom and I really want to have this connection and now it's two years late over since you've met Tom over yeah, two years yeah. later, like closer to three really at this point and it's like super exciting for you I think and it's been really awesome to get to watch it behind the scenes and you know yeah like you said in March the podcast started and tried to explain it to me and to everyone else and nobody really knowing what this thing was or why you were doing it or how it was going to even work and now to see it go two full years yeah it must um, feel super awesome it, it does feel pretty great um, I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty happy with how it turned out and um, yeah, I mean, that was part of the idea of doing it in the first place as I uh, kind of looking into it is that it, it felt like there was a, a dearth, as there were, one of my favorite words there, uh, dearth. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like there wasn't a lot of other student affairs podcasts out there. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to... I wanted to do something, you know, and kind of fill that void and fill that space. And um, certainly I think the responses reinforce that, that it's, it's something that people are looking for, especially as a um, free on-demand, you know, professional development thing for mm-hmm. people. Um, so I, I'm, uh, I relish at the opportunity to provide that service to people and uh, to keep on providing it. And then even whenever this, uh, you know, this party ends, uh, it'll all still be out there for people to check out. And I like that idea, too. Um, that, that, that's all just there as a library you know um it's a resource that will um be there as long as the internet and itunes is available which i i really hope don't go away i mean that's <laughs> been our bread and butter i guess so um yeah I, I don't know what the future will hold exactly but i i have a good idea that you know our, our format will uh carry us through and that uh, our audience will keep supporting us and you know we'll keep uh doing the best we can to provide uh good content for them good stuff that they can learn from Cool. Do you have any final thoughts on that, Dustin? I I would I would just want to say that um, again, just a big thank you to everyone, uh, all the audience uh, members, all the listeners, and you know everybody just helping support us get to a hundred episodes. Uh, you know, thank you to Tom again for uh, taking the chance on me to do this and kind of feeling comfortable uh, uh, passing, you know, kind of the reins over to me to kind of. Uh, kind of steer this thing along for the most part. Uh, you know, he's, he's taking a little bit of a backseat now because there's so many other great things happening mm-hmm. at the Student Affairs Collective right now. So, um, yeah, and just thank you to all our guests. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, just stay tuned for more great stuff. I mean, I, I'm working on uh, our future episodes right now, and, um, I mean, I look forward to hearing from people for more stuff to, to talk about and to talk uh, people to talk to. And um, I would just say as a final thought, like I said, uh Things don't have to be perfect. They just have to be done. So if you're thinking of taking a chance on something, uh, kind of put yourself out there and get fulfilled by your, your own creative endeavor. This is uh, very much a fulfilling endeavor for me. Um, I mean, even, even if nobody listened, I guess, it is certainly the purpose of it is I want people to listen and get something from it. But uh, I get so much from it just by doing it. So uh, it's certainly a fulfilling endeavor for me to do. And um, I hope that everyone else can find that thing that they, uh, that they get fulfilled from. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I appreciate you for, uh, <laughs> humoring me and interviewing me here. Uh, <laughs> I'm certainly, I did not want to just like, it only took a hundred episodes. Uh, yeah. yeah. We, it, <laughs> it only took a hundred episodes for me to be on the show. <laughs> Waited long enough we had, to, we had to do it. So, um, yeah, I mean, cheers to, uh, 100 more. Uh, this is, this has been great. Thank you again, Jen. 
Thanks, Dustin, for having me. This is super exciting. Yeah, just so people don't give me a hard time. I love you, and you're great, and thank you. <laughs> I love you, too. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you want to help us out, leave us a review and rating on Stitcher or iTunes, or just share out the show so other people can find all the cool stuff we talk about every single week. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Student Affairs Spectacular Podcast.